Welcome, Welcome back, back to, to It's Crazier in My Business. I'm Tavi. I'm Becky. We're your hosts. Yeah. And this is what? Episode? A- episode 32. 32. And you're 32. I'm 32. Uh, yes. yes. That's exciting. This is great how these episodes have perfectly aligned. The Baker's dozen. <laughs> <laughs> Well, today's a really special episode. Yes, it is. We have our first ever guest on the podcast. Yes, we have a special guest. This is very exciting. Shay! Shay's My very here. best friend Shay is here joining us from Texas. Hi, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> what a Texas way to enter wow, the Wow, just a very, very Southern intro. We love that for you. <laughs> She's going to help us give advice today. Yeah. We're, we're going to hang out, catch up. We'll talk about the things that happened this week. And she's going to offer you a different perspective um, than the insanity you get every week. Thanks to us. Full disclosure, Shay is white. I tell you this because I didn't know. And I felt deceived. I am We've white. already been discussed, and I, I think, on the podcast. Have y'all on we the podcast. Well, to we were supposed to be the three. What if they don't remember? That's right. It's the very same Shay. Who blackfished me? <laughs> I like that. I, I apologize. Bamboozled. You were not bamboozled. I really was. There was bamboozled. really no type of. There was of, a bamboozlement. There was no deceit. It's the name. Yeah. It was the assumption that you made. And the chocolate baby. I do have a chocolate baby. Yeah. It's the name in the chocolate baby. It's my fault for making assumptions. It is your fault. You know, I love that you are finally taking accountability for once. I for something. do that all the time. You don't. I do. You're lying. Yeah, but I do that's it all the time. Not I don't true. need to hear any more of your argle bargle. <laughs> what the fuck is argle bargle? Did you um, just make sorry, that Sorry, first of all, no, it's a word. And don't get at no, me because not. you're not sophisticated. Google it. I'm not Google Googling it. argle bargle. Absolutely Argy-bargy. not. You're talking about argy bargy. And you're mad because you don't know what argle bargle is. Mm, is it the same as poppycock? Argle bargle. So yes, is it the same as poppycock? Listen, it means nonsense. <laughs> okay. So it is. That's fine. I would never say the word you just said. <laughs> Why? Because I have some dignity. No, you don't. <laughs> I do. Since when? Since now. <laughs> I decided suddenly. I was tired of this shit. Well, our I listeners know how transformative you are. Yeah. All the time. I'm always growing. Ever, <laughs> I'm ever growing. changing. I'm growing and we know how good growth is. Yeah. Always at the most convenient times. Mm, that's mm-hmm. great. When growth is occurring, you got to let happen. Sure. So how was your week? Are we going to talk about your baby shower? You I talk thought about- we didn't do weeks. I thought it was like, what's on your mind? Oh my God. Okay. Well, fuck your week then. That you was have- you. That was do you. Do you have thoughts? <laughs> Yeah, I have thoughts about my baby shower okay. that I had this weekend. That everybody after she had an ableist baby shower. Okay, but go ahead and start. I thought start we were talking about what's on my mind. Go ahead. Yeah, because it's my, this is my part to talk. Go ahead. So, um, Benjamin and I had a baby shower thrown for us over the weekend. Thanks, everybody. And fifty of our closest friends. <laughs> <laughs> In this very COVID safe outdoor event mm-hmm. gathered um, so that we could, I could watch everybody drink champagne out of a very beautiful champagne fountain. Um, and everybody watched us open gifts and it was really nice. It was a really lovely it was. Um, experience. Tavi was in attendance. She wasn't initially going to come and then she was and then she wasn't and then she did. And that was mm-hmm. really exciting. Um, yeah. I'd lost a lot of sleep over it. She did. 
I didn't. I actually had accepted she called me every decision that she'd made. In tears <laughs> the night before. If you don't come, I don't know how I'll enjoy myself. That's not even how and I was like, my Shh, tears. My child. Shut up. I'll be there. <laughs> That's what I said. You'd be there to celebrate the, the birth of your grandchild? Yes. My granddaughter niece. Yeah. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Everything everything was good with the exception of one gift. that we received uh that was a a alleged prank that i still don't know who was responsible for gifting it but somebody thought it would be very hilarious to gift us a copy of um mein kampf Mm. and you don't know who it came adolf hitler i thought you knew who it came from no we thought we knew who it came from and then i was recently informed that it was not in fact from that person but it was a prank that allegedly like it was supposed to be a prank like, we were supposed to think it was from the person I thought it was from. Because it did say from uncle. Yeah, but he didn't actually, he so didn't do it. So somebody pulled a prank. So why doesn't, does that person know who pulled the prank? I don't know. Why have you not asked them? I Like, he had messaged me. He messaged me and he had said, like, congratulations. And I was like, you're a monster. Uh-huh. Um, and then he just, like, he just, like, laugh reacted it and said, I love you. And I was like, oh, okay. And then in another group message with another person that was in attendance was like, yeah, he didn't actually, he didn't do that. It wasn't him. And then you effort. didn't just be like, so who was it? No, uh, somebody else. It was in a group message. So mm. somebody else asked who it was, and he said that he wasn't going to snitch. And so now I still just don't have any answers. Why? It's, here's the thing. It's not a prank if after the prank, we don't know who pulled it. Now right. it just feels like a really hateful thing to do. Like threatening almost thing to do. You're gross. Yeah. So you should probably just like, if it's really a prank, you should probably just be like, hey, it was me. And maybe in a little poor taste. Just if you're listening. Just a little. And like someone else had said in the group message where I was discussing it, somebody was like, yeah, maybe pranks like that are more for like a like a birthday goof. Yeah. Not like, and if you want it to be edgy, shower. you could yeah, have gotten like, something the like the, the Communist Manifesto. You didn't need to get like my God. Do you know what I mean? Like, if they wanted to not get a children's book, right? There's any variation well, of like, like we adult got a books. cute onesie that was like Michael Myers, and it said "Always Follow Your Dreams," right. which was like that's a cute like prank gift, and she'll wear the onesie um, because yeah. he looks like. But let's really not pass around hateful literature. Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it was Freddy Krueger. My mistake. I don't watch horror. No, she doesn't. So I actually anybody can it, vouch but... for that. That I it's not for me. But thank you. Yeah, I had no idea. I think somebody corrected me at the baby shower, and I was like, <laughs> oh. Ben's always correcting. Well, as a you know, white man, it's so does. easy to tune him out because <laughs> I've just been doing that my entire life to white men. Anyways, uh, Mein Kampf is currently sitting in the fire pit in the backyard because. Uh, it's not coming in the house and we didn't want anybody to see it in our trash. Mm. <laughs> so you're going to burn it? We're going to burn it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so we have a little bit of kindling starter, but we got a lot of really great gifts and a lot of love and a lot of cash money, <laughs> which is nice. And Tavi took a bunch of really beautiful photos. Yeah. I'm basically them. a photographer right now. 
Honestly, okay, yes. Tommy yeah. is a photographer. I mean, a doctor? Absolutely not. But is she a photographer? Listen, that was 100%. My first event. Did she show you the pictures? She did. The- I have never taken and edited photos like that before in my life. They were amazing. So that's my first thought out of the gate. Never lower your standards if a photographer does you her, dirty. Especially seriously. when you were getting her opening the gifts. I was like, that is a perfect angle. It is a perfect everything. Yeah, I was photos. really in it. They like, really I, I got on the grass for you. I know. Yeah. In I my saw. nice yeah. pants. Yeah. I sat on the bench and was zooming in on my cell phone trying to get some pictures because <laughs> I didn't want to get off my chair. So these are trash. These are trash. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was yeah. um that's it. That's all that's really been on my mind. Like I think Ben and I have been like really um just like happy that we have like a good network of love that surrounds us and yeah, this baby. Was, which is yeah. like really cheesy, but also I don't know, it, it was, was really, really nice. It was. It was a great three days. Because I forgot we went to Saturday already. Get baby shower. Wait, what? What did we do Saturday? I don't fucking know. We picked me up from the airport. Saturday. Oh, yeah. Shay yeah. came in Saturday mm-hmm. and we hung out. What did we do? I think, I think we, we just ate. We ate and then mm-hmm. laid around. I think we watched TV. I went to bed early because I'm still on Texas time. But mm-hmm. Yeah. And you were just traveling. Yeah. So you just like relaxed and cat up with your friend. Yeah. So you could see her face. It's beautiful. And her yeah. belly. I really came for the belly, y'all. Yeah. Yeah, she really did rub it. And as that's why I can't wait till you post that photo of her whispering to the belly because it's so cute. I will. But I'll it's post not. It. It is so cute. It's really cute. You don't cute. like it? No, I love the picture, but I was whispering to the baby, let's get fucked up because of the champagne fountain. <laughs> so it's a very sweet photo, but I was really. Yeah, yeah I'm definitely going to add the I had a lot of, of like, champagne the direct at the quote. baby shower. Yeah. Oh, 26 bottles of wow. champagne. I didn't drink. Hold drink. on. Hold on. No, 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 no. Don't say that right after I say <laughs> I had a lot. And no, that is me saying that everybody bottles. had a lot. Um <laughs> Yeah, tw- I think it was, it was, no, not think. It was definitely 26 bottles that went through. Yeah. Um, which in hindsight, I should have warned Tina that like our people are drinkers. We, yeah. All of the people that we. I'll claim two of those bottles. There were like five sober people there. Yeah. I only had two glasses, so. Oh, okay. That's unfortunate. I'm a lightweight. Oh, we went to, we did go to breakfast for yeah. my birthday. And then um, Shay had her first mimosa. Very first. You've never had a mimosa? I've never mimosa. I have no friends, so I don't drink mimosas. Getting day buzzed is brunch. really great, though. Yeah. It makes the rest of the day a lot more tolerable. Yeah. And they were like, it'll make you giggly. And I was like, no way. And then I said something. She said something. And I was like, huh. Yeah, it's just great. <laughs> There's just something about being slightly tipsy at 10 a.m. that really does it. It really does it do was it. I'll just walk with a, you know, skipping a step. <laughs> It was not brunch. It was oh. late lunch. Either way, if the well, sun is out, I had chicken fried steak, so we it was breakfast get our to me. Shit together for mm-hmm. breakfast. Well, you know, I take showers that are too long and they make me lightheaded, so I get yeah. slow starts. Anyways, Tavi, what's a weird on, thing? What's on your mind? I don't like that you glazed over that. It's the blood. Too blood. long showers and hot makes you pass out. It makes me lightheaded. Yeah. She has a How does that high work? volume of blood right now? An extra two liters. Mm-hmm. It was just being in being in steam for too long. It makes me. You know what? It feels like if you would have been taking your prenatals. <laughs> what else is on your mind, Tavi? <laughs> Maybe this wouldn't be happening so often. Um, okay, so about her ableist birth baby shower, not birthday shower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, baby shower. Um, 
It was great and it was lovely. And I really mean it slightly jokingly, but it did illuminate a point for me about people who throw parties and are just like not there's not an adequate amount of seating for the number of guests that are in attendance. And this is not on Tina. This is something I think that we as a society kind of overlook in a lot of social functions Mm -hmm. because we're just like, oh, people can stand. And it's like not everybody can stand, nor does everyone feel comfortable disclosing that they can't stand. Like it could be a medical thing. Arthritis of the knees. They could have back problems. Any other thing that would cause somebody to want to be able to have a seat when you're throwing an hours long event. There should be adequate seating for the number of people in attendance. And I just feel like maybe people think about that. When you're hosting your events, people shouldn't have to disclose their medical needs for you to care that they can't sit down. That's my thought for the week. Is there anything else on your mind? No, that was it. Really? <laughs> I don't think I really thought about much else this week. I don't know. I feel like <laughs> I feel like you shared a ton of opinions nah. with me this week nah. about like a lot of different things. Like what? Since you know what I've been thinking. Uh, well, we did have an interesting discussion about like what movies will be remade in the future. Yeah, that's personal. That's for us. Okay. So it wasn't on your mind? Nope. Okay. What's on Shay's? Yeah, Shay, what's on your mind? I'm on vacation. Absolutely yeah, nothing. Yeah, she's good. Nothing. I'm here. That's it. Have you been enjoying California? Um. Yeah, we've just been eating. <laughs> like, I don't that's know. True. That's it. Eating and TV. But it's nice because I'm pretty busy, you know, my single mom life. We also talked time. a lot of shit. I mean, yeah, but like. But I mean, we do that when you're in Texas too. Yeah. Yeah. Our friendship has been basically over the phone the last 15 years. So it's true. It's nice to just be able to hang out. Like, we've only been yeah. drunk with each other two times in our adult life. Long distance oh, yeah. friendships are hard. They are. And the fact that you've sustained and persevered, we love this. Yeah. Yes, I love her. Shay, like, organized all of my baby stuff today. Mm-hmm. While I... She's going to drop this child and have absolutely nothing, like, together. <laughs> no, yeah. I really fell asleep she's, on the couch. I think she's taking too much of the anxiety meds because the way she's unbothered. Okay, but today, the sound of the dryer was really yes. triggering a, a panic attack. I was freaking out. It was Something's so off bad. With your levels, I don't man. know. Tell me that. I don't know. She doing thinks laundry. we're gonna keep know. this podcast up through her pregnancy. She thinks we're not gonna have to well, skip. Pregnancy over. No, she's gonna give birth, and she thinks we won't have to take time off. We're gonna have to. I skip don't know that week. I said that as yes. much as I said I I I don't know, Tavi. I can't no. predict what's gonna happen. You said I think I think I'm gonna be fine. Was literally your I do your think exact- that I'm gonna be fine. The babies sleep a lot. She's one of these times she's going to give birth. How long do you think you're just going to be like, pop it out, out of the hospital, open vagine, and we're going to record the pod? It's like I mean, two days now. Okay, still two days is two days. We don't get to choose what day of the week. The baby's going to come. You think it's going to be right? Exactly. It's so gonna if work the baby around comes, the pod. I was hoping it comes like now or early If the baby comes Honestly, on a Thursday, Remy, that's a whole I cannot wait till week. you get here to prove me right about the amount of ridiculousness <laughs> your mother thinks she's going to be able to accomplish and like it's okay and i'm just gonna have to swallow it and because she's not even gonna care she's not gonna want to hear me say i told you so so i'm just gonna have to like smirk i mean you can say it you can absolutely say it i'm just just gonna gonna be like okay she doesn't care that's my problem she's i'm gonna be expecting (laughs) i'm gonna be like are you here to do something she's not (laughs) anticipating her own needs it's okay i've already put myself in that mind expect me to anticipate needs that i cannot predict you can try no you can try okay i can try and be wrong you're not even trying, though. Why would I try if it's unpredictable? Well, why would anyone try with the way you're thinking? Why would anyone try anything? 
my god! Literally, why you'll never I, succeed. No, Shut up! You are so disrespectful for no reason. For no reason. I'm sorry. Not you projecting. <gasps> I was. I was because when I look at you, rude. I see myself. Two weeks are hard. Those first two weeks are hard. Though. Right, and she's like, "We'll just record from um, remotely." Yeah. I mean, she's not gonna want we to. We can do all. Kind I don't of even. I'm not though. denying that you're gonna that be. You here. get to decide that I'm not gonna want to. Okay. Okay. <laughs> do you know what's great about this is that her will to prove me wrong will maybe keep the podcast going because <laughs> she really is that stubborn that she'll be like, "Nope, I'm fine." It's okay. Really We're going to do it. And it's going to be like, okay. And then I'm going to talk to you the next day and be like, look, I'm very tired. I feel like shit. I don't understand why you're picking on me. What? I why is I honestly this think that she knows that I also have my ups and downs, my mental health enough to know that I might be the one to cancel. And I think it's just long game chicken that she can. <laughs> if she keeps saying she's going to be able to do this up into the point that I'm going to be the one that ends up calling out because I'll enter like a depressive swing and be like, I just can't do it. And then she'll be like, yeah. It's you all along. I wouldn't even say that. I would just be like, okay, it's fine. Mm-hmm. Like I always but do. But she'll hear it in her head and know that she was not the one. No, you're going to make a it off. It's cool. It's fine. So anyways, listeners, friends, I hope you're enjoying this wonderful banter <laughs> that we have every episode. But apparently this one is the extended version. It is. But we have questions. We do have questions because that's why you're here. Yes. And you give us questions. We give you advice. Unprofessional advice because we are not professional. Profe- we're not but professionals. We do have Nobody an unprofessional here. with us today. <laughs> Everybody at the table is not a professional. Oh, you're a professional? Yeah. What do you do? I'm a professional driver. Oh, so if you guys have driving questions. <laughs> yeah. <Shailen's laughs> Now's the time to submit them, I guess. She just said we have a correspondent. She didn't say professional what. I'm yeah. a professional. Yeah, you're constantly putting us down. I, no, down, I'm not. Becky. I am constantly letting the people know the truth. Friends. It's weird that you do this. I'm going to talk to Justine about you. You already talked and to Justine more. about me. I'm going to be like, this, okay. she's bringing me down. Down. That's actually totally I'm just going to wiki how to get rid of toxic people in your life. <laughs> I really, you don't ever think that you're going to threaten me with like talking to Justine Listen. about me. Whatever she advises you to do is what you should do Listen. because she is a professional. She is. And I know. so am I. And she recognizes that. No, not she you rec- trying to do real next. She recognizes real with your that. own therapist. Absolutely not. I fully believe that I am Justine's favorite patient. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about this the other day. I was like, I definitely have to be her favorite. There's mm-hmm. no, because who else? I'm like way interesting when I go in there I and talk to her. So, yeah. I think she laughs. She thinks I'm great. And so I just assume that I'm her faves. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am. Anyways, we have questions. Is that ready? like a, <laughs> do you get like a, a, a reward for that? A certificate? What do you get from putting me down? I never put you down. You're literally, what is this right now? you're asking a very negative question negative what do you get out of this what do you get out of the question what do well, you want no. what did you help to achieve <laughs> from this line of questioning rebecca don't bring up gaslighting we've done a really good job not bringing up gaslighting on this she podcast. does it to me all the time think. but i don't want to talk about it not that's we're not doing that this is absolutely see what you did ben janeer this is why you're not supposed to talk this is why you're supposed to facilitate the podcast all of this feels very disrespectful i was just trying to answer questions and let the people know we're not professionals now somehow i'm getting attacked okay how about we go back to what we said in the beginning which is you speak for yourself you're not a professional i'm a professional a professional what life doctor established but she's lied she said that she did her residency at johns hopkins i did no you did 
did it. I literally <laughs> did. You weren't there. How you could you say? A small hospital. You, you know? probably never heard of it. You probably Hopkins. <laughs> Listen, I don't know what you've heard of. She went to Johns Hopkins. <laughs> FAQ. <laughs> that is learning at Johns Hopkins. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways. It was a seminar. <laughs> Alumni call it <laughs> yeah, J Hopkins. I'm seminar. sure she's taking she seminars from doctors. She paid good money for. I don't need to be disrespected like this. <laughs> Me either. I'm a practicing physician. No, you're not. I am. Where are you practicing? Everywhere. In your, in your dining room. <laughs> I have a private practice. No, you don't. I do. That's why you don't know about it because it's secret. It's, <laughs> it's, private. it's, it's not private. a private if you tell me about it's it. private. You don't know about it, though, for real. That obviously. Okay, what's the first question? Tommy? All right, here we go. Someone's. Uh, this is somebody who actually sent me a DM, and I forgot to uh, put it on the podcast last week. So that's my bad. Um, but they ask, what do you two think of Chris Evans posting black femme thirst traps? <laughs> I think this man is on the hunt for a black woman, especially with his new beard shape up. It's giving John B. I'm just wondering if we need to sacrifice someone so black Twitter can know some peace. <laughs> Um, absolutely, though, Chris Evans is posting Black Femme Thirst Traps, because why was he playing the piano and he chose to play Purple Rain? I feel like Chris Evans has always wanted a black woman. He does. I don't think it's ever been, I don't think it's ever been a secret. I don't think that he's ever tried to, like, hide it. No. I think that people are just starting to pay attention now. That's it. Although there's rumors that he's with Selena Gomez, and I really hope that's not true, because she's too young for you, and gross. I don't even know how old either of them are. I think he's like 40 something. No. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Chris Evans? Chris Evans is like 40 years old. You know what? Maybe. Because how old was he when in Not Another Teen Movie? Yeah, exactly. Think about this. And Selena Gomez is like 27. I think. Oh, no, I think she's our age. She's like 30. He's 40? He's 40. Yeah. Because I'm right about everything. Oh, okay. That's not that bad. You see how I slipped it in? It's canon now. No, it's not. <laughs> it is. I think we just have collectively decided to ignore you. No, it's canon now. Um, how old is Selena Gomez? Huh? What? Twenty nine. Twenty nine. You could you could have yeah. just said it, engineer. You are allowed to talk this. a little bit. Stop making me count. Um. Okay. Twenty nine and forty. It's not great, but like. I don't worst. like it. Years. I don't like it. Not when I'm ben- available. Benjamin and I are eight years apart, and that's not that weird. It's okay. I'm available, Chris. Okay, well, let if him you're know. Listening to the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I feel I'm like available. him and Lizzo are out there sexting. So Ooh. I don't like that pairing either. <laughs> Why? Well, you know that I'm not a Lizzo fan. Uh, yeah. When- I don't want to talk about it on the pod because y'all <laughs> get crazy. You're rhyme DMs. But Lizzo's so great. I support black women. I support fat black women. I love what she's doing for the culture. I personally am not a fan. But go her and I champion her. I hope she wins everything in life. So. Yeah, absolutely. Good for her. I um, am a Lizzo fan. But I, you know, we're different yeah. people. So you do we I. need to sac- sacrifice somebody? I don't know that it's a sacrifice. I don't think so. It's like a win, though, if we do get him. I love that. Yeah. Love that for us. Um, I mean, so if we were, who would we sacrifice? To Chris Evans? Oh. Does it have to be like an equivalent? I don't know. Just like I think just a black woman that like is beautiful and they would make a cute couple. I mean, there's hmm. so many. But, like, who would we want with him? Who are you seeing? Lupita Nyong'o. Ooh, I ship that hard. Yeah. I ship Lupita with whoever she wants. Honestly. 
But they would be really cute. Oh my gosh. Actually, Lupita and Chris Evans would make my life complete. It would be fucking It would be stunning. a very, I, it would be too powerful, actually. The couple would be too strong. We wouldn't know how to act. They'd be out getting coffee. We'd be like, oh my God, people would fall over. I'd faint in the streets. <laughs> They're on Starbucks runs together. I'm crying. I'm like, <laughs> why are they doing this? I would really love it. It wouldn't be fair. That's unfair at that point. They're just, they're so good looking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How old is Lupita? I think she's like in her 30s though. Yeah, she's like right? yeah. that works 30, for me. Probably 33, 33, 34. I'd say like 34. 38, wow. Ooh, Lupita, you look great, girl. Perfect. They're perfect together. Yeah, we should... go ahead and do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we love it. We're sacrificing Lupita. Please accept our submission, Chris Evans. Um, uh, Lupita, please accept Chris Evans because you got the final say. Yeah. So who um, do we send this into? I don't know. Just like the delegation. Okay. For review. Yeah. And okay. then they'll pass it along to the people. They'll get in touch. All right. All right. So we have like some actual advice to give this week. Um, <laughs> Sorry, we left you out of that, Shay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, she can't really speak on who the black community right. gives no, to I've Chris Evans. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Again, on the podcast, you I didn't want to. <laughs> All right. So we, our next listener writes in, how do you navigate having feelings for an ex when you're in a relationship with someone else? The thought of my ex being in a relationship with someone else really bothers me, but I also love my boyfriend too much to break up, so I don't know what to do or how to feel. Does the grass just seem greener on the other side or is it ever actually greener? Help, LOL. I mean, soul ties are a real ass thing. I think sometimes it takes a while for them to like, to break. Yeah. I think I don't think that it's abnormal, um, but it's definitely, if you're spending too much time thinking about it, that is a little, it's a little bit concerning. How long have you, yeah. I have more questions. I always yeah. have more questions. How yeah. long have you been with your boyfriend? Yeah. Or your partner, because like if it's still new, this is it's okay. <laughs> but if you guys have been together for years and you're like, oh, he's seen somebody, like that's I don't know, that's kind of weird to me. Yeah. Like, why is it bothering you? Was he single for a really long time? How do you feel? Did he just pop up with someone and then now you're thinking about him? Yeah. Or were you thinking about him? I don't know. Why did you break up? Oh, that's true. Why did you break yeah, up? Think that's about that. Like a wrong time, wrong place thing. I don't know. I think people can come back for each other after things change. But if you, I don't know, that's hard. Why Why did you break up? Is he Was he single for a long time and then he just pop up with a girl and I like, oh, yeah. Yeah, because some people like having doors open. Mm-hmm. And so you yeah. were cool being his friend because you're like, oh, the door could be open. But now he's got somebody and he's getting serious with them. And he's like, oh, no, I don't want that door to close. Are there children involved? Oof. That's a good question, is too. It a, is it your baby daddy? Because that makes it more complicated. <laughs> I feel like they would have said if um, it was their baby daddy. That's a vital piece of information. That is a vital piece of information. But I think that like sometimes there is sort of like an unspoken like competition between like once exes break up mm. and like somebody moves on and then the other person is like, well, I want to move on too. And then they're just in this weird like, yeah, well, I'm so happy. <laughs> Look at my Instagram that deep on my exes, though. Yeah. Well, it also Why? it depends on like, is there like crossover in your social circles? Yeah, that's true. I don't, right. have, I don't um, have friends. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Like my none of my friends are friends of my ex, so like I don't even. Yeah, I would never have that. No, 
I will say this. I am um, somewhat territorial. It's not even so much that I'm jealous, but like if I happen to like run into my ex and they're at like the grocery store or something and they're with someone, I'll still flirt with them because I already hit it. Like, (laughs) what do you mean? Like I was there. I literally was there first. And if I want to flirt and be touchy and be, what are you going to do? What are you going to do in the middle of the Safeway? but none of this surprises me <laughs> so like and you would just like leave yeah, the grocery will, store like, hella cocky that you just assert did that. my dominance in the fact that like i definitely had that person before you <laughs> but and, and they're gonna sit in the car and talk all about it yeah and that's home. fine then fight yeah <laughs> you planted that you just know that you had the power conflict. to cause yes, it yes. yeah no but like i was i have the same question as you how long have you been in a relationship and i don't i mean i get it you saying you like you love your boyfriend too much to break up we got to start talking about y'all's definition of love. Because mm-hmm. if you're over here wandering <laughs> and thinking like, oh, my gosh, I'm jealous of somebody else. It might not be a love love in the way that you would like it to yeah, be. Yeah. Are you just like saving space? Like, right. you know, keeping yourself occupied because maybe your breakup was super amicable and it was a case of bad circumstances. Like, yeah, your ex just moved away and had to, you know, start a new job and you're holding out hope. Like, really navigate that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Ask yourself a few more questions. If I'm jealous, I'm probably not over it. it. That's what it feels like. Feelings aren't resolved. Or if you're this much of an egomaniac, you were holding out that the longer it took them to get into a relationship was indicative of how much they cared about you in the first place. And that's just not true. And you got to get over yourself. And I also want to add, it could just be that the sex was really good. Like, I don't, I think that like, that's something that we forget is like, you know, you're with somebody, you're having sex with them. If the sex is really good, even if the relationship was trash, but the sex was good. A lot of times, like you're thinking about like, oh yeah, that was really hot. I really like miss them. I don't want anybody getting what I got. I can forgive a lot for Mm -hmm. some good deeds. So that could very well just like ask yourself, like, is it the relationship? Is it the person or do you just miss getting dicked down by somebody that Mm -hmm. knew you better than your current partner knows you now? Um, I would like to say that I feel like we've done a lot of judgment and didn't really answer the question. <laughs> what was? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to the person who listens to our podcast. Yeah, ask the question one more time. But the the actual question is, how do you navigate having feelings for an ex when you're in a relationship with someone else? Yeah, you ask and yourself does, more questions. <laughs> does the grass just yeah. seem greener on the other side or is it ever actually greener? So it looks like they're asking if it's worth like if this like thing is worth pursuing and like, how would you navigate it? I would say the first thing is, is um, yeah, it's it. Well, no, no, it's not always greener. It just seems that way. But sometimes it could be, it could be, but, but it probably isn't because you were literally in a relationship. So like Shay said, ask yourself like why you guys broke up in the first place. And I think that's how you navigate it is asking yourself and questions also, about your Once you realize that probably um, stop hanging out with your ex enough to know what's going on in his life. Mm. If I if I yeah. chose the new man, I would have to completely have whatever however I got my information, whether it be at the grocery store, I'd have to shop somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I would have to delete block social media because if it's for me, if it's out of sight, it's out of mind. Yeah. Right. So if I do choose my new man, I would have to completely distance myself yeah. from my ex. If you have a friend that's just like, Oh my gosh, I saw so and so, blah, 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 and they're like feeding you this information, tell them not to. Boundaries. Yeah, because yeah. why? Why do you need to know that? You don't messy mm-hmm. All right, but we- if you have like you know a fake instagram and you're just stalking him <laughs> also messy yeah you gotta stop doing that i actually deleted my fake instagrams it was a really moving moment for me <laughs> okay good for you next question <laughs> whatever i'm just saying i'm growing constantly guys 
<laughs> we know. Thanks constantly for being on changing, this journey with me. Constantly evolving. Yeah. Very conveniently all the time. So we have an email for our last question. I saved I it for laugh because it is a longie. Oh, we got a longie. Long. <laughs> I hate when you call them longies. <laughs> it's a longie though. Look at it. That is a very long email. That is. That Look is, at that. Okay. That is all the backstory. We will have no questions. It's a long. Is there a too long didn't read at the bottom? Nope. Okay. We got to read it. I'm so happy you're reading the questions. Okay. One hey. take, please. Oh my gosh. Shut up. Then let me do it. <laughs> okay. Let's take notes. Let me do it. I'm going to get it in one take, y'all. You okay. will. You're great. Here we go. Hey, y'all. First things first. Just want to say I love the podcast. You always say something that resonates with me. And plus, you make me laugh in the process. Just wanted you to know how much your voices and perspective are appreciated. Oh, now getting into the nitty gritty this is going to be a fairly long email but you guys always say you want to know the details so i'm Longies. going to provide it yes okay that's true we can't be mad we, we can't be mad background to the story i am a 24 year old black woman who is friends with anna not her real name but just to be respectful i'll substitute it anna is a 22 year old white Puerto Rican. I think she's white, but she does not consider herself that. That's a different conversation altogether. Oh, we but write been- in about that one. Because <laughs> like I've been that. there. <laughs> we have been friends since high school. I met her my junior year, but we did not really become friends until my senior year. We played on the girls' tennis team in the fall and did the high school musical The Wizard of Oz in the spring. When I went to college, we lost touch for about two years, but I reached out one day and she went to the coming out festival with me in Philly with a few of my college friends. She had just gotten together with a boy at the time who she thought was the one but six months later we met up again and i found out all these things about him he does drugs heavily drives recklessly like got into a car crash where he broke his leg she took care of him and when he got better he never slowed down he overdosed on drugs i think coke or heroin and did not cut back on his usage he fell out of love in the relationship and she was fighting so hard for someone who wasn't in it Mm. needless to say they broke up and she took it extremely hard the summer of the breakup we hung out a lot and it was clear that she needed to constantly be around other people to not face the emptiness she felt inside i am someone who does not like to use absolute words like never or always but i am using them here because it is not an exaggeration there was a stretch of us hanging out with a few other people and it was 10 days straight all day sometimes we'd sleep over but literally 10 days straight we hung out and basically did nothing all day just got high and played video games this was the summer after i graduated college so i wasn't working yet on the 10th day i decided i just wanted to chill at home relax away from other people she took this hard like i was rejecting her like she wasn't good enough to hang out with I reassured her it had nothing to do with her, but with me wanting to regroup with myself for a bit. This reaction has been a pattern in our relationship. At the time, I took it as her still being raw from a breakup and not wanting to be alone, but this is a cycle that is present in her life whether she has a boyfriend or doesn't. We stayed friends, though. I know she has family troubles and abandonment issues from her parents, her mother in particular. I try to be understanding, but I also had done some research on borderline personality disorder related to a YouTuber that I used to watch. I was almost positive that this youtuber had it which would i would find out a year later that they did and are hopefully receiving the help they desire anyway that was a side note because i had the signs and traits of somebody 
uh, with BPD written down, I looked through the list and it sounded like Anna. I brought this up with her. I told her this was in no way a diagnosis, but I just want her to look into it. We went through the list together and of the nine traits, she agreed that she has six of them. You only need five to be diagnosed by a professional. If any of this information about BPD is wrong, do not hesitate to correct me. I did that research about two years ago, so the criteria could have changed by now. But to my knowledge, you need five out of the nine traits. Long background, but they do correspond with the problem. We had some hiccups in our relationship. The first was when she said an offhanded comment about someone on TV. It was some sort of decorating HGTV type show. And one of the men was opening up about him having HIV. And it was a touching moment like I almost cried. I sent the clip to her and she sends back a voice memo saying, how is he alive? Like, how is he not dead? Ew. Mind you, she just graduated from nursing school. She barely got through, so maybe I shouldn't have expected much, but it was such an ignorant comment, I didn't really talk to her for four days. She even reached out to my mom because she was worried something happened. But I reached out to her right before I posted a pic on Snap, because that's the only social media she has, so I knew she would see it. She saw right through that and said what I did wasn't cool and she needed space. So we didn't talk for two months. She eventually called and I told her what really happened. She didn't remember saying that, but she said she was sorry for it anyway. We reconciled and we both got into relationships in those two months. The second one was when I found out that she uses the N-word. And as I mentioned, she is a white Puerto Rican. And even if she doesn't consider herself white, she's still not black. I told her how it made me feel and I asked her to stop using it around me. I can't tell her what to do, but if I keep hearing it from her, I was going to be done with the friendship. I don't really use it. None of my friends use it. And my boyfriend, a black man, doesn't use it. She said she didn't want anything to do, uh, didn't want to do anything to jeopardize our friendship. So I believe that she stopped. She slipped up one time when we were drinking and I didn't acknowledge it because I know people say dumb things while drunk. But one day she texts me, nigga, no context. Then she follows up with a slew of apologies and says she's texted the wrong person, like WTF. I was pissed and hurt that she couldn't give up saying a racist-ass slur for us to be friends. I didn't talk to her for two months again, but I was the first to reach out because I kept thinking about our friendship. She said she realized how immature she was and how she was being influenced by her roommates at the time, both white people, by the way. She said all the right things for me to believe her, and we were friends again. And I told her that I'm in it this time, no more leaving and coming back. This latest time, she was very heavily influenced by her boyfriend. So after she graduated nursing school, she broke up with her boyfriend, but had a guy waiting in the wings her fantasy was that we would all be a thruple i did meet him and i was fooled as well i thought he was this emotionally intelligent guy but it turns out he was just a controlling narcissist he made her get rid of everything an an ex had ever given her and made her delete pictures with them she couldn't even talk about any past experiences she had with them even if it wasn't sexual he wanted everyone blacked out that blocked out that she'd ever fooled around with and that included me This is basically all of Anna's friends. The more she gets to know someone, she sometimes starts to find them sexually attractive, even if she didn't feel that attraction before. So me and her did fool around, and so did most of her other friends. We were all kind of sexually fluid, and it never made anything weird between us. Mostly just fun, but her new boyfriend doesn't care. Her hard line was me until it wasn't. She eventually did cut me off. That lasted a day. This was predictable and I wasn't mad at her. I even went to visit her that night because she was so down. She's currently living two hours away. I had to work the next day at 7.30 a.m., but I went because I thought that was what she needed at the time. But every day for a week after, she asked me to do the same thing. I told her that it wasn't going to be a regular thing. I just did it in a real time of need. Not every time you get, I can just do it every time you're in a real time of need, not every time you get lonely. Maybe that was my mistake. I made 
made it an expectation. The day after I said this, she blocked me and went back to the toxic narcissist. It took all of two days for her to reach out to me again. I was fed up. She did that twice in one week. I was tired of the ups and downs. I told her I was done and blocked her on everything and deleted her contact. The next day, she drives two hours and got to my apartment right when I got home from work. Mm. She brought me flowers and a stuffed animal. It's been a week now and I'm giving her one last chance. Finally, my question is, with all of this information, am I making a mistake of letting her back in my life? Will I just end up looking stupid or will things be different? I mentioned to her that my friendship with her is almost is the most unstable I've ever had. And she said that for her, it's the most stable and consistent one in her life. I should mention that she has not been diagnosed with BPD, but switched from cognitive behavioral therapy to DBT, and she says it's working better for her. I know that was a lot of information, and if you want inf- updates, let me know. I just had to do something because my other friends are tired of hearing about anadrama, so now I'm letting you both in on it and all the listeners. Thank you so much for taking your time to read this. Wow. Holy codependency. Ooh. I am overwhelmed. Yeah. That is, but like, great job reading that. Oh my God, it yeah. took a lot. Like, you did fantastic. I stumbled a couple times, but I did. But I it, did. Was fan- it was very Thank good. You. Thank very you for good. the acknowledgement. That was great. <laughs> um, wow. I, run. I mean, that's so, I feel like that's really harsh. But this- I'll say it, run. Um, as somebody who is diagnosed with BPD, uh, somebody who is unchecked like this, which is what it seems, run. I know who I was. I know the kind of relationships I sustained and the toxic nature and the things that I drug people through run. And it's because that person needs to be without people to heal, to take it, to grow and to understand that it's not okay. The idea that you can keep going back and forth, it's just a pattern and it won't break until you tell them like I'm done and you never have to come back. This is not a she heals and then you guys become friends. This is a hard, a hard done and she will heal and get other friends. And that's what needs to happen because the con- and the concern that I have, I guess, is that um, the fact that Anna believes that this is the most stable relationship that she yeah, has terrible. is telling me that like she- I feel like she believes that because she knows that she can manipulate you to always come back. Yeah, this is this this is always stable because I know that I can make sure that I can control this relationship in my life right. all the time since high school, and that's. That it is. is that scares me. That scares me for you because it's it's not healthy. <laughs> it's like very, very, very the unhealthy. I mean, she doesn't respect boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, using racist language is a whole ass problem. Uh, yeah, all there's of it. A, why here? Why are you friends with her? There's nothing in that email was anything about positive that I would think that you would want to maintain a friendship with this. You said it yourself. You can recognize this is the most unstable relationship you've had with somebody who is openly racist. I'll say it racist using a slur. Yes. You've asked this person not to do what they did it. And I'm sorry, texting you nigga with no context. I don't believe in accidental text messages. Honestly, so few, so very rare, Mm -hmm. very fucking rare. Are you sending a text message to the wrong person? That was a test. It was someone baiting you and people do this. They figure it out and they're like, oh, and then I'll just apologize and it's going to be funny. And they get their fucking kicks off and their rocks off. And I'm going to tell you something. okay? because I fight the stigma all the time. But BPD, people with BPD can be very malicious. They can be especially people who aren't working. This is like working towards their growth. So I don't buy it. I don't. People like to see how far they can push you and still reel you back in. Mm. That's what I don't like about this. The fact that you even blocked this person, stopped talking to them, said you were done, and they drove two hours and showed up. Like Becky said, violation of boundaries. Right. Yes. 
in no way is that no absolutely not life isn't a rom-com stop it stop doing this so wild it's disgusting so wild there's so much energy why would you want to use why would you want to maintain a relationship with someone that you would have to no take that much energy disturb your peace why i don't know i'll tell you why because she probably makes you feel guilty she probably preys well, on that idea a constantly component to their relationship that and that complicates question. things too. yeah it's <laughs> like, like is this talk about the solely sex? just not even just the <laughs> sex but just is it just a friendship because this seems like so back and forth they like, blurred the she line chose yeah him very much and then blurred she the came lines. back to me like is it just is there not just a sexual component is there i mean obviously it's a friendship but is there more than a friendship as, as far as yeah. emotions going on but even so your peace is so much more important than any friendship and even if yeah if there's like a part of you that feels like you want to like romantically pursue a relationship this is not the one no no it's not the one it's no. too it's too much has happened too much has transpired too many of your boundaries have been violated and just that she cannot respect just the text message the racism that she cannot yeah. respect you as a woman of it's just not it's not okay it's Mm-mm. not okay it's not okay. no there's nowhere and if somebody tells you that this is the most stable relationship they've been in they also don't see a need to change right yeah you can't even you can't fix a problem that you won't acknowledge. Exactly. So this person is not ready to make a friendship work with you or anyone. Probably leave them for your own good, and you'll feel guilty about it. And then you'll grow, and then you'll realize you have nothing to feel guilty about. You might have you don't. to move. And though. this is also like a stage in your in your life because I think she mentioned she's twenty six. Yeah. Twenty. 24 and she's 26. 24 she's 20... and the other one's 22 okay so like that oh yeah okay so that's about the time i think when you get when you're getting to your mid-20s where you really are starting to like weed out like the yeah. friendships that don't serve you that aren't healthy for you that um you know aren't uplifting you or helping you thrive like you start to sort of like figure out which of your friends you know were just like your party friends and which ones you can call and and cry on their lap or like whatever. And so this is just a really good time for you to start learning these lessons and yeah. like um, understand which friends were seasons. This sounds like a yeah. seasonal friend that, you know, it was a really long season and taught you a lot. Um, take what you've learned from it and move forth to like yeah. have different relationships with other people. That's true. Good news. You're right on track. Yeah. You're at the age where this happens. Yeah. This isn't weird <laughs> or like. You're so knowledgeable about all these things and you, you confronted her and said, you know, this is what I think you need to do. Like I, you are a good friend. Yeah. You yeah. are an amazing friend. You did all those things for her and you were there for her. It is just time to, time to move on. Yep. You are that a good friend. You and know that friend. you've done all that you yes. can do. I will say this because Shay said under her breath, you might need to move. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I feel like it's funny, but I will say it's this. Also, if she does true. have BPD and she is not where she needs to be in life, you need to navigate. Getting people like this out of your life can be very tricky, difficult, especially if she's somebody who's willing to drive two hours That's what, when that's you've already exactly. not come into contact with her. And so if she's I, been in contact with your mom. She's hmm, blocked and shows You need up to make door, sure that you have, you have yourself protected in all ways. Yeah. If you share accounts, any sort of passwords, information that they know against you, people flail. When they feel like, especially when with BPD, I know, and it is, by the way, you did get it right. It's five out of nine criteria. The main one, the number one indicator is fear of abandonment. If she in any ways really believes that you are finally done and it's not one of these back and forth things, when it finally hits her that you're done, they will flail for anything. And that means calling, threats of suicide, 
hacking your things, trying to give you any reason that you have to talk to them so that they can manipulate you and guilt you into staying in a situation. Mm. I'm going to tell you that's a real thing and you need to protect yourself and just make yourself inaccessible. If they if you call if she calls and it starts a suicide, immediately, okay, well then I'm calling the police to come help you. It'll sort it out so quick. Mm-hmm. People will snap right out of it because nobody wants. If they're not serious, no, right. I mean seriously, this is it's harsh, but it's real. And just be like, okay, I'll have the police over there. Simple. That way, you don't feel guilty. Make sure you call somebody and just make sure you have yourself handled and on lock. Warn the people around you. She might reach out to you. Private your accounts. Everything. Yeah, that's my best advice. But yeah, be done with this, friend. But definitely reach out to us. Keep us posted. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. I want updates on this. Yeah. I want to make sure you're and we safe, don't even if, if we don't have yes. to share it on the podcast. Also, like if yeah. like just if you just want to let you can put that in your email like that. You just want to let us know what's going on or absolutely. if you have something that you want to share privately or you want to inquire about privately. That's absolutely fine. And we will email you back. Yeah. Um, but, you know, we support you. And thank you for sending such a detailed email. Yeah, because that's do, we do ask for the details. And that was the all of it was important. It all was. of the background was important to get to the question. Like it was it was because we actually didn't have a lot of questions. We just had stuff no, to say. I no questions. Yeah. We were yeah. like, I ain't nothing left to ask. Exactly. Bitch, leave. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Thank you for writing in. Yeah. Write in anytime. And that goes for everybody. You guys yeah. write in anytime. We are an advice podcast. We're here to answer any and all questions that you may have literally about anything. Yeah. We've answered all kinds of questions. Yeah. Um, so if you have a burning question or, you know, not burning, it doesn't matter. Any sensation. Um, <laughs> <laughs> click the link in the show notes. Numbness included. Yeah. Yes. I've had, I've had weird numbness and <laughs> I can give you advice on, you know, things I've experienced. Um, but that yeah. about wraps it up for the first half. We're yeah. about to enter into our Bachelorette recap, the premiere episode. But before we get into that, we want to leave you with our handles and shit. Yeah. Becky, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Oh That's Becky, uh, Venmo at Oh That's Becky, Cash App at Oh That's Becky Lynn. Uh, you can check out an extended clip of my stand-up <laughs> <laughs> at ohthatsbecky.com. Tavi, where can people find you? Hanging, banging, <laughs> slanging, that thing be thinging. Instagram, TikTok, Tavi Talks Trash. <laughs> um, yeah, that's um. us. What about you, Shay? Do you want to you want to oh, plug, you your plug your socials? You, yeah, you want to get some followers? You want some people no, to know good. who you are? <laughs> She's like, I don't want anybody. You can find me in the streets of Texas. That's it. Yeah, That's she know. and they, they know how she move out there. Mm-hmm. They driving, see her, they driving see her trucks. Body. They driving know her trucks. shadow. <laughs> they feel her vibe out there. Also, if you want to submit questions for the podcast, the link is in my link tree in my bio on Instagram and TikTok and Twitter and all my stuff. So. It's also in the link tree on my bio on Instagram, and it's in it's the link in the show notes of this episode and every episode. Yeah. So you shouldn't have any trouble. Right. But now, if you do, you can shoot well, us an email. Well, and it's crazy at my business at gmail.com. God damn it. You fucked up my shit. And now. Okay. Yeah, and now. The Bachelorette recap. Bachelorette. Bachelorette. Bachelorette recap. It's my new song. Okay. I think it should stay. Sure. She forgets them. Oh, that was first so of all, that was a, I that was a good one. That was a very good one. 
Mm-hmm. Um, but you do forget. But you, you forget. Do, you always forget you guys, the tune. You don't have to be negative. No, I I was literally being this supported. Is, you know what's crazy is that she can predict that I'm going to forget stuff but can't fathom trying to predict how her pregnancy is going to affect the class. Because I've never been pregnant before. Okay. Okay. But I've watched you forget the Bachelorette recap song jingle. This feels like you're putting more episodes. into me than you're putting into your unborn child. And that's not good. I think that you're making uh, a false comparison. But you know what? That's your prerogative. Whatever. You ready to talk about this shit that happened tonight? Oh, so many things. So many things happened. Uh, okay. Um. So... Let's start off the episode. They gave us our, uh, you know, little recap about Michelle. Mm-hmm. She's great. She's a teacher. We got to see her classroom and her students. They were cute. Yes. They were adorable. They're like, how many boyfriends are you going to have? And she was like, 30. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what? That's so crap. No. They, so they, they, we saw that. And then we had Tasha and Caitlin go to see some of the boys' rooms. And go through their things on camera. That was at the top yeah, of the Yeah, it was episode. giving us very much room raiders. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> For what? Wow. <laughs> room raiders was actually a great show. It was a great show. That Efron episode was everything. Oh, I do not remember that episode. All I remember of that show is the black lights and the bed sheets. Yes. That's it. That's it. And everybody's bed sheets look like that. Yeah. The entire show. They were show. so gross. Everyone had nasty That show was really actually fucked up. It was yeah. fucked up. That, early when they that one like and Date My Mom. <gasps> date My Mom was weird too. I date my mom. Oh, I did. I did mess with room raiders, though. I did. Room date my good. mom. Mm-hmm. I remember the one where the parents picked out people for them to go on a date with because they hated their boyfriends. I, remember I forget that. what it was called. Oh, though. I can't. Yeah, I can't remember what that one was called. Okay, this is not important. Sorry. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, okay, we but, can start a different um, segment later. <laughs> they went into the guys' rooms, mm-hmm. and everything was pretty good until they got to this one guy's room. And why, for the life of me, I can't remember his name right now. But it doesn't matter. Um, he had shit in his bag that was like. He had how to not be folders yeah folders information on michelle and how to not be a villain and how to get screen time and he just did a lot of research with what things he should say yeah what stuff he should pretend to be interested in and Shay didn't find this to be I problematic not at all it's a game this i will also throw out that this was my first episode that i've ever seen of this show mm-hmm. <laughs> but it is a game right and he did some research and they i feel like knowledge that it's a game but it is a they game he wanted they... to be on tv <laughs> i i'm it's it's a game and he did his, he did his due diligence yeah he i i, I think he i think she should have kept him maybe well, not to really the end is... of the episode but i got you oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> No, because she dismissed him yeah. right during that. She didn't dismiss him at the end. But I I don't see anything wrong with it. I think he was ready to play because mm-hmm. it's a game. <laughs> he was ready to play. He was ready to go. She likes somebody who comes prepared. I feel her on that, though. No, I don't. Because for us, it, to be fair, I, she's looking at it from a real bitch point of view. It is a game. No, you have to get lost in the illusion. Yeah, see, she's, the she's not delusional it's yet. Not, <laughs> I, I think we, need, we never did look up the statistics of how many actually stay with their... I don't even know what to call them because I don't know the show. The dude at the end or the, the lady at the end. The, the finalist? Finalist, whatever. I just don't. I it, he was ready to play. Mm-hmm. It was he was it's ready. A game. <laughs> I mean, he yeah. knew how to stay on TV. Maybe he shouldn't have left it in his bag. Maybe that should have been a zipper, note. bro. Should have been a note on his phone, perhaps. I don't know. Maybe a journal. But then I feel like little, I would. That's something I would have kept in my journal. They would have went through his journal. I don't think they. I don't know if his they would have went through a journal. That's the thing. Is like you come with two fucking. Folders full of bachelorette. bachelorette with a rose. It was a it lot. It looked of like research. a pitchfork. <laughs> 
she drew it and she's saying it's a rose and I swear to God it looked like a pigeon. Men can't draw. They can't. It why would he draw a rose friend. like this with three? Why would he do that? I don't know. Because it was a flower. Because that's how you draw a tulip and they're, you know, similar. When he got called out, he had a poor explanation though. It wasn't him. It was oh, it was my friend's wife, but it was me a little bit. But then yeah. I googled it. It was. <laughs> but then I googled. You got caught, bro. Say. I mean, yeah. I still don't see anything wrong with it. I'm also pretty sure he had a hairpiece. Yeah, it was I wanted so, to see his, his hair was so thick. It. His hair was so thick. Mm-hmm. It was nice. It wasn't but it his. Was very thick. It was <laughs> well, very I mean, he thick. owned it. <laughs> That's we true. have to respect I that. that. I say it that was you know. He had too many men deserve too. He he should have went up a button. I think he had three buttons open. Yeah. And a vest. It was a lot. It was a lot of chest. He definitely stole the show for the episode because he was the drama. Because because of the research. He yeah, did. because of the research he did. He, he was the that. drama. Um, so he got what he wanted. Yeah, we. I mean, we were introduced to the other guys like briefly as they all got out of the, um, you know, whatever vehicle mode of transport they got. You know, it was the ice cream in. truck man, wasn't it? Yeah. It was. He was, he the, was ice the ice cream, cream truck, truck man. Dude. And I talked a lot of shit about him because, like, at the beginning of the episode, mm-hmm. when everybody was coming in, he came in in an ice cream truck, and I was like, "Well, is he not going to give her ice cream?" Like, I don't understand. <laughs> What's truck yeah, with no cream? And then they, you know, when they do their cocktail hour or whatever, they go do one on one time. He finally does give her, it was ice. It wasn't ice cream. It was like flavor ice or whatever. Yeah. But um, then I felt bad for talking shit. But anyways. But it was working. She was into it until mm-hmm. he got called out by the mother two girls. Yeah. Well, and then we saw that. So that's what happened was in the beginning of the episode, we saw Tasha and Caitlin go through. Go through. And then it was later on that um, they actually after she met her. them that they yeah. disclosed it to her. And then. It was very dramatic. Yeah. Very dramatic. So there was the music. It was like, why'd you even let her get to know him? Like, that was the point that got me. Is like, why did he get one-on-one why time when wait? you already knew you were going to tell her this? Why not tell her this when the fool pulled up? Because it's a game. Yeah, it's terrible. They had to listen to the producers. <laughs> they did it for the drama. But you know what? I'm like wondering too, though, because I'm like, would Chris Harrison have done this? I don't know. No, maybe not. Mm-mm. I feel like Chris Harrison was like so seasoned on the show. He would have just asked them to leave on their behalf. He would have just been like, you need to go. You need to go. We won't have this here. Yeah, we- not with not with my girl, Michelle. Yeah, no. no, you're going to have to go. And we would have st- stood by that. Yeah, we would have. Because he did have his moments where he was just like, well, yeah, I, and she I would have never to gotten to me- meet him. So it wouldn't have been anything to her. Yeah. It would have just been like, whatever. Yeah. I support that. There were a number of standouts. Uh, we had Joe, who she slid into Joe's DMs. <laughs> she did. And um, he ghosted her because there was <laughs> fighting and shooting in the ghetto. <laughs> in his- he had a lot going on in his life. Uh, and I don't he was like when people in the use hood. like Black Lives Matter and activism and all this stuff like the world stops spinning. Mm-hmm. She lives where you live, bro. Like, yeah, they were both from the same state. Like, the, and I think they were like neighboring cities or some shit. Yeah. Um, and then so that sparked like a conversation about like the summer and George Floyd and the protests and all of that. And which I mean, great that the conversation happened, but it was so inorganic. Right. She's like, she basically said, I would have understood. I just want respect. Yeah. And he didn't respect her. And I honestly think it was bullshit. I don't believe his. So I don't believe that he was so deeply affected that mm-hmm. he couldn't bother writing her a message back after they had already been talking. Right. Why would he ghost her, though? Look at her. Right. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Make, it because make he's sense. a fuckboy. And I said this while we were reviewing Michelle's guys in the previous episode. He's I was like, Joe. Light skin with a J name? Yes, exactly. Ooh. He's light skin with a J name. <laughs> yeah. And he plays basketball. Ooh. 
He ain't no he ain't shit. He's, he's good, but looking, he's though. very. But honestly, very from the previews, it looks like he's gonna be around for a while. Yeah. And but I do think that that's there's some drama there because I think that the yeah. guys find out that they had like, like history. A little, mm-hmm, a little bad. It's gonna forth. bring back some like. But I also like that she's drama. making him sweat at the end there. Mm-hmm. She, she made did. him sweat for that rose. She waited to the wait. end to give it to him. Yeah, he was the she last took a one break. to get it. It was daylight. Yeah, well, we're jumping were, all over. We are jumping all. Okay, it's okay. So, this is a special episode. <laughs> but he was he was definitely a standout. Um, who else did we see? That Nate. Was- Nate. 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 Nate is like mm. Joe, but better. Wow. He didn't ghost her. I will he find was him so handsome. in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. I will find him. He's tall. tall and lovely. With a beautiful stride. He seems Ooh. so kind. He did. Too. And cry. very just chill. Extended eye contact with her, yes. but not in an aggressive way. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved his I loved his earrings. Who mm-hmm. did not? That's not for me. We fully believe that. it's gonna come down to Joe and Nate. Yeah. Yeah. She's picking a black man this season, just so you know. Well, mm-hmm. biracial, but you know. She's picking a black man. Yeah. So get I ready mean, for that. I would too. I th- I think that's what she wants. I think yeah. that's why she was on Matt James season. Yeah, that's she, true. Yeah. yeah, she is from that. I okay. That she I think she wants a black man. And I love that for yeah. her. You know who didn't get enough attention? You know who I'm talking about, PJ. <laughs> PJ. Firefighter PJ. I, we were talking about this. You usually don't like a guy with just a mustache. Oh, oh he's dark skinned and but beautiful. But he is timeless. He is t- a timeless, attractive and man. And they keep editing him out. They're editing around him. He wasn't in any of the previews. He was barely in the episode. They cut his shit short. And I think it's fucked up because he is the most attractive man. In maybe the there's world. a plan for him. Maybe he. Maybe they want him for something else. I don't know. But I just. Oh. Nah. He's a firefighter. They're going to let my man Came go. out of a, of a fire truck in a suit. Yeah, after the dude came out on a toy fire after truck. After the other fire That fighter? was actually disrespectful. So a dude came out on a toy fire truck. You were gone at the store when this oh, happened. Yeah, but he was very, he was also yes. very handsome. He was on he a lives toy, in a small little, you liked him. I will find yeah. him too. His name is Daniel. He was on a toy fire truck, scooting like fucking Scooty Puff Jr. In his, in his yeah. uniform, yeah. I saw him. With a little then, plastic helmet. Yeah. They brought in the other dude on a real fire truck. Lights blaring like everything. immediately after. Yes. Oh wow. Like it was just disrespectful. The and the guys first firefighter is like, um, yeah, mouth open, <laughs> looking through the window, like what? And they were like, like you, another firefighter. How'd you come in? And he was like on a toy truck. And then he lit up his little toy hat. <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> Where did? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was so funny <laughs> and you know they told him he had to do that they couldn't afford a real fire truck you and know the why they, they set him they up they couldn't afford two real fire <laughs> they could have used one. the same fire truck right just do two have, loops they could put loops a couple around. there's 30 of them they could have no. put somebody in between them that was messed up it was it was but it but was intentional was, because the producers are always trying to play somebody they are I don't trust them. I don't they trust any of the people who produce shows at ABC. We've said this before. If you have ever produced a reality TV show at ABC, you are in the deepest depths of hell. If it exists, you're there. <laughs> Look, having watched Unreal yeah. twice now, <laughs> it's a great I I just can't. Wow, the, this whole show. I should not watch it. No, you but shouldn't. I'm obsessed. Here I'm we obsessed. are. Um. So yeah, PJ was a standout. We loved him. There was another one that I loved that uh, didn't make it, but he was the dude with the cane. Garrett. Garrett. He looked nice. He I looked really him. nice. And I love a man with a walking stick. I know he injured himself, but I love a walking stick. He was definitely a standout for me. I was bummed out that he didn't make it through. Pradeep. Oh, I yeah. Loved he him. made it. He did. He's so sweet looking. He's not going to win. No, he's not. Nor and he probably won't make it through the next episode. But like, he just looks so fun and sweet. He has dimples and I'm here for it. Yeah. Love that. But I also loved him when we were going through the. Um, you did. Through the guys. But then you admitted he's not as cute. No. His posture was not that good. It mm, wasn't great. It wasn't great. 
There was a lot. There's a lot of men. You guys know how this works. Yeah. This we're one episode. Olu. In. It's too many. Yeah. Olu stood out. He did. He's dark. His skin looks great. Oh my gosh, phenomenal. He did. He looked great. Michelle looked great. We need to talk about that. We've been watching. You know, these last couple seasons, pe- watch people be poorly dressed, poorly fitted. Mm-hmm. Michelle looks like she's going to be dressed to the nines the all whole the time. time. I didn't like this first dress, but it's mostly because I don't really like like sparkles. And you said she kind of looked like a chain link fence. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, I, it looked like she was wearing yeah. um like knight's chain. Like yeah. the like the you know knight's armor like the it chain, been chain the mail exact same cut yeah. but in a solid black and it would have been fine yeah but so it wasn't doing it for me though. I think she yeah very nice. and that's what Katie's problem was nothing fit her well Mm-mm. it looked like she was wearing and somebody also, else's Katie clothes Katie just didn't have like the best style because I remember Michelle had great style in Matt James season as well mm-hmm. so like I'm very excited like we got to see sneak peeks for the rest of the season and she really just looks great she does and she looks so fun. And I just, I already, I already like her so much. I think it's going to be a good season. Yeah. And I think she's going to find somebody, hopefully. So that, but I think that's all we have for right for now. now. Yeah. But it, it's going to keep going. You it's going to keep going. It gets more interesting We're gonna when they get narrowed down. Because mm-hmm, I'm going to be around yeah. to talk about it she, on this podcast. She says, she says she's not going to need time off, y'all. She's going to be She's just going to birth table. a baby and be right back at I'm it. I'll be fine. Covered in puke with her With no out. weeks yep. off. All right. Well, that's our podcast. That wraps it up for us. Thank Thank you you for joining us, Shay. Yes, thank you for joining us. I was happy to have somebody here as our first guest. Yeah. What a milestone. Oh, announcement. We will be changing our release dates to Thursdays. The Bachelorette actually moved to Tuesday night. Right. Um, We're used to having it on Monday, having time for, you know, editing in between and whatever things might come up to release our podcast on Wednesdays. But because they uh, changed it to Tuesday, we're moving to Thursday. Yes. So, so we expect will be, every week from now on for the podcast to be released on Thursdays. We hope you understand. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye.